I thought, uh, I thought, um, your face, uh, was done. I couldn't believe that it made a resurgence and it came back like an angry rash for Christ's sake. Oh my God. It's trending. Give <laughs> me some hammered couch, kids. Welcome to Atlas Bach, the weekly chronicle concerning the mundane, weird, and maybe even sometimes dramatic happenings of a simple fantasy baseball league. This podcast captures the thoughts and musings of Greg, Joe, Jack, and Tim, four of the ten owners in the league. Download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podcoin, or wherever you get your long-lasting podcast content. You can always check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is episode 75, entitled Atlas Punted. Well, good morning, Bacher Nation. We're so happy to have you here with us. Uh, we've got four folks in the studio this morning, and we're excited to spend some time with you. So, GK, Mr. Pickle slash Cricket Shorts guy, how you doing? I'm I'm okay. I, uh, I do want to start off uh, today's episode with an apology to the listeners. What? For last week's episode. I've come to realize that it was um, below our normal standard. I have a commitment to do better work, and I feel bad about it, and I, I've been thinking about about it all week honestly and what no no let me finish tim and so i sincerely apologize and, and while i'm at it because i have been losing sleep over this i'd also like to apologize on behalf of dustin hoffman and warren Beatty for ishtar mm-hmm. i'd like to apologize <laughs> on the behalf of led zeppelin for coda <laughs> i'd like to apologize uh for johnny unitas for that season with the chargers yeah that was <laughs> Uh, I'd like to apologize for Alan Alda for taking uh, so much creative control of MASH in the final years. I'd like to apologize for Kevin Costner for both The Postman and Waterworld. Waterworld, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for Dan Aykroyd, uh, for Caddyshack 2. Mm. Uh, I'd like to apologize for Richard Pryor and Jackie Gleason for The Toy. I'd like to apologize for John Belushi for encouraging Jim Belushi. I'd like to apologize for Martin Scorsese for Gangs of New York. And last but not least, I'd like to apologize for Phil Collins for not ODing or dying in a plane crash in 1990. Well said. Yes. Anyone listening to last week's episode was probably underwhelmed on a number of things, starting with my lack of technical ability to get a good sounding podcast out appropriately. Just a lack of, I mean, we have, we've raised the level so much that I think Atlas Bach Nation is really expecting more. Agreed. Hence my, my apology. Well, I, I didn't make it through the episode. Sometimes you just can't get it done, you know? Mm-hmm. You you pull a crispy chicken. You do your yeah. You put yeah yeah. Sometimes you get the <laughs> shot and you just do nothing with it. Not everybody can be M and M. You know what I mean? That's true. No, they are delicious for sure. <laughs> I really like the caramel one. Yeah oh yeah. So you know what are you gonna do? Sometimes you get run in the third inning. 
That I think that's what happened for us last week. That's right. So other than that, GK, um, and that that was uh, very formal. And, yeah, uh, unusual to hear you say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm well. Otherwise, I'm excited, frankly, uh, to talk about the championship game and what uh, I think. Kind of, um, is there a championship game going? Oh uh, no, the yeah, the, yeah, it's the this World Series of our league. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, those guys, yeah. Yep. And I'm excited to talk about uh, something else in another sport. And you know, there's something that has meaning to at least you and I, Tim, if not Joe, uh, the AB situation and, you know, and the, the multitude of theories that are surrounding all of it. And I've heard theories abounding about many different aspects of what's happening. Okay. So I'm curious about I think about we should you. dig into yeah. that. I think Absolutely. we should. Swag, how are you doing, my friend? What's happening, fellas? I'm uh, I'm doing well. It's uh, football season, right? NFL kicks off today. Hell yeah. I love it. Fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. All right. Yeah, great. Just cover the spread, okay? Don't be a dick. All right, just because... It's <laughs> <laughs> oh. a little touchy. If I, if I had your team, I guess I could be a dick to everyone else, too, but I don't, so... Well, the last time someone was a dick about their team, they ended up losing in the semis, right? And in, in, in this league. So I, I don't know that I'm going to be too much of a dick. You guys were all the dicks. What? (laughs) (laughs) All I was trying to do was win a game and and have a competitive championship. That's all I was trying to do. I was trying to do it for the league, man. Oh no, you yeah. weren't. <laughs> Fuck yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's what uh, that's what they you call people with nicknames swag. They're all <laughs> about the common good. It means benevolence. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. Okay, so there's some fiction being written right there. All right. So J Lo, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. We'll see if it lasts. <laughs> Oh, you mean that you would actually be on the show? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, interesting. My, my volume knob is at three, and I can hear myself, so life is good. You know, Joe, obviously, through text this week, was was very unhappy with the show as well, as, as Greg already mm-hmm. you know, showed that, that he was, and with the, the performance and what we put out there. Um, but I was a little taken aback by how aggressive Joe was with how bad the show was. And, and he's really, I mean, he's you know mentioned here and there along the ways this could could have been better or what but in this situation i mean just continuously pointing out what a shit show it was and then i realized that he wasn't really on it mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're missing the most important part how, how people have drinking games to play if, if joe wasn't on it and it sucked then then what is joe saying about the rest of the crew exactly <laughs> i had a full flashback to my catholic school days jack because you know joe was like my parish priest mm. reminding me of all the reasons i should feel bad about myself that's right <laughs> I, I, I understand i believe what i said was that tim did a wonderful job editing what he had to work with and that you guys did your jobs that was that was a horrible thing to say. I can see how that would remind you of a Catholic priest. Uh, it was a little more than that. We could read the text if we if, if the listeners really wanted to, but we won't bore them with that. I don't want to. Frankly, I don't want to relive that. <laughs> you see, you see, even there, Greg, even in in his yeah. explanation, in his defense, He's chastising. Well, yeah, he tried to 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 make Correct it me. you know better. Well, I said Tim did a great job, and you guys were there. Like that was his way of saying that we did good. That was. <laughs> I, I don't think that's. I don't think that's what I said. I, I said that was a compliment from Joe. Uh, you did your job. That's right. We we did exactly what was necessary. No That's more. How the Patriots win championships. Everybody does their job. Nobody yeah, complains. Well, yeah. Sometimes they do their job a little early. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Collusion. Anyway, just a, a observation from the week. I just wanted to throw that out. There. No, Jack, I felt the same way. I actually, I the whole idea for the apology and and my genuine remorse about the episode didn't arise until it's pointed out how you're forced to think about yeah, well, so, yeah how bad we are and yeah. you know how embarrassed we should be and and you know and what shitty people we are and so then i started thinking about like you know what how bad i must be and i then that, naturally those things that i apologize for came to mind well and just so you know i mean the download activity on on last week's episode is is running a little ahead of the oh, previous couple so imagine that Oof. guess we weren't so bad after it all. doesn't seem like Bakker nation is is at least initially rejecting the episode i think what it means is that i should be, just be removed from the podcast if it's doing better without me tim tell joe to quit pouting <laughs> It's a little early for negativity, I think. Yeah, that's not. I don't know. That's not where I was going. I don't. I can't imagine this without you. But uh. I mean, math is math. But that's nobody's saying. You that. don't have to imagine. <laughs> you just listen to last week's podcast. All right, let's just put it forward, Joe. Your lawyer went word by word as I was fucking editing this goddamn thing that that I had to spend three days worth of time in one day trying to cut you out because you didn't want anything to do with this episode. And you know that's true, and I'm tired of lying to Bopper Nation. And it's it's, it's just, it's getting, it's too much. There it is. Now it's out. Now it's out. You know, if you're gonna gonna go and be a superstar and leave us, then just tell us. Stop this uh, slow ghost thing that you're doing with us right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm having to sign NDAs and all kinds of crazy legal documents. And, uh, you know, we know Bakker Nation loves you. We know you have a lot of influence. We're trying to not make it be public. Yeah. <laughs> You, you don't you don't quit your previous job before your next one's lined up. So we're still good for a while. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. I, I will say, though, that uh, Eldon, right, uh, yeah. of the Dreamers, there is a championship series going on right now. We definitely want to get to that. Uh, and, um, <laughs> well, it has been the quietest yeah. shit-talking yeah. World Series for sure, right? That I did call true. that one. <laughs> All right. So Glinda, Glinda just told me I was too loud this morning. So, oh. uh, yeah. Maybe she's not Glinda. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, wonder, I wonder if Picasso's uh, lady ever told him to like quit painting so right, loud. Right. Well, she actually she wouldn't tell me. It's that I think uh, my I think Bennett has some friends over, so I I don't care if they want to sleep over my house. They're going to have yeah, to exactly. deal with this That's Sunday right. morning Tim, stuff. Tim's rules. Yeah. <laughs> they can learn. Maybe that you know. Maybe they maybe they should be sitting there like a live studio audience. And learn a little something about there life. There you go. Right, yeah. right, right, or, right, right. Or perhaps we send Joe over there and he has a talking to them, you know? Yeah, it makes right, them all right, feel right. terrible. <laughs> or set, just send his army of attorneys. That's right. Yeah, I think exactly. people really have no understanding of what we put up with uh, with J-Lo. I, I, I think that uh, they, Greg and I do. I cried myself to sleep Wednesday. Seriously. I absolutely believe it. But, that, you know, no, no, no shit talking. In fact, I think uh, Swag pointed out that we had more shit talking from other people in the league about the the championship series than we actually did Scotty and the participants Elton and Dusty. Yes, yeah. that's correct. So yes. Just, God. Um, yeah. So, 
super boring, Scotty, Eldon, Dusty. I, like, all right, great. You're going to take your money. Wonderful. But at least give the fans something. If it was uh, a two-point game, uh, these two guys just don't tend to talk uh, much shit during. But as we know, the, the Dreamers, you know, even, you know, up by 20-something are still going to wait until the game's over to talk shit. So I will say I'm a little disappointed in Dusty. You know, uh, you know, I, I expected at least him to talk some shit or his mom to get in on it or something. I don't That's know. true. Right, right. That's exactly it. That's true. You know, yeah. so but I did I did have a little one you know kind of exchange with Eldon. Mm. This was early in the week. This was on Monday. Haha. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 the battle of the expansion teams. Who would have predicted that one? And I said, yeah. Greg actually did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he did. And then so Eldon said, Greg is a genius. I'm sure the podcast will be about the visionary one known as Greg. Is that snarky? It, I, 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 maybe I'm doing that. But he, I mean, Eldon is a pretty straight up person. I know that J-Lo Swag, you don't know him. He's not subtle. I mean, he basically says what he thinks. No, he's not. And and I think it's actually one of his charms. But So then on Tuesday at 126 in the afternoon, I get another text from, this is the next text I get from Eldon. Greg just spent three minutes talking about peanut butter and what he needs for a dump. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, Still want to call him a genius? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, I... But he listened. He listened. It, it had him engaged. Listen, listen, guys. Well, what, what do they say? There's no there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? That's true. So in all these fucking podcasts, I don't know how many Eldon's listened to, but he clearly listened to that whole line of discussion, and it motivated him to reach out to another person and comment. <laughs> So you tell me that was an engaging content. Tim, tell Joe that I think it was engaging oh, no. content. Look, I'm tired of working with I'm not Joe's representative. I'm In not fact, work with Joe's representatives. You talk to him directly. Tim, wake up Tammy, get her on mic and yeah. tell her to tell Joe yeah. that I think that was engaging content. The, the 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 fact of the matter is that that not only is that the case, but this shit show that Joe for his own good thankfully wasn't really involved in and has no problem tearing it apart was um actually created <laughs> Created more uh, uh, spark within the league than any show we've had so far. There, yeah. we had more people jump in on group text and and contributing. We had Chris and Dustin in the same text. I mean, things that we haven't had all season. So uh, maybe getting rid of Joe is the answer. Oh no, no, no! I think I think it probably is. Yeah, mm. you know. To be fair, I, I I don't think I used the word shit show, did I? Mm. I think I called it a clusterfuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, that's a step up, yeah. And, and God knows Joe doesn't want to be embarrassed to all the people that he regularly promotes the show to. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but to be fair, I did listen to the entire thing. To be fair. You, maybe you should go back and listen to the uh, uh, Darty Like a, a Pod Star one. You know? No, that's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. That was a shit show. <laughs> Tim, tell Joe that yeah. ask him Joe if he remembers how nasty Jack and I were to him after Darty Like a Pod Star. Mm-hmm. I personally talked HR Courtney out of filing that order of protection. That's right. That's right. I did get out of, so I'm on the West Coast, you're on the East Coast. I'm getting group text notifications as I'm in meetings, uh, wondering what the heck's going on. I get back. <laughs> There's 700 texts, and I do have to ask, like, did we kind of break up on uh, last on Friday for a little bit there? Like, I, I, I was trying to piece together the texts and the gifts and the memes, and it seemed like at one point we were no longer the Fab Four. Like, it was, it, it did seem that way. Greg? Uh, yeah, I don't... I, 
I'm not ready to you know, to draw any conclusions, but it did occur to me after uh, you know Joe's unprovoked uh, nasty assault on us that <laughs> this is probably how bands break up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I remember watching a documentary on the recording of, I don't know if it was the White Album. It might have been a, a, a one of their last album together, but where like, uh, you know, George Harrison and, and Paul McCartney were squabbling about, you know, how a certain guitar riff was to be played, you know, and, and Yoko was in the studio and the other guys were mad about that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I thought to myself, this is how it, it's, it starts. You know, I always wondered as a kid, why did my favorite bands have to break up mm-hmm. and, and i thought well geez they it always really i'm not kidding it made me genuinely sad to think that these guys who were friends and had created art that i loved and was meaningful to me couldn't keep their shit together and i always concluded that the difference between like the van halens of the world versus the rushes of the world uh, who managed or the u2s who managed to stay together is that they were you know they were in it together there was no uh finger pointing there was no blame game ever they they succeeded or they failed together you know they they didn't uh seek to place blame and that's why i reached out to brian epstein's great-grandson to ask him to manage us Uh, on that note um uh we're not broken up but boy the tension is thick let's uh let's go ahead take a break get some coffee Mm, yeah or whatever you're drinking right now i don't know it's up to you no judgment we'll come back let's talk about this you say joe judgment (laughs) oh i thought you you said joe judgment i'm sorry i have a a couple of things i wanted to um to jump real quick before we end this segment um since obviously this is the week where we're all correcting each other and making everyone feel bad Mm. scotty never made the world series guys oh yes he did no in 2015 he made the playoffs which was very quick um, he was oh. 10 and 9. He squeezed into the playoffs, and then he lost to Mike in game three of the first round, and Tim ended up beating Mike for the championship. So, What about the year that Mikey won? Two years ago? Yeah. Which one of you two is an idiot? One of you two morons is wrong. I didn't even consider two years ago. You guys were saying 2015-14. Well, no, I, 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 I was guessing. On the next Joe Judgment, we'll decide, is Tim an idiot or is Jack an idiot? Or are they both idiots? <laughs> Mikey won in 2017, right? Oh, okay. 17, yes. Okay. So he's okay. So he's been in the playoffs twice, and he made the championship in 17. I thought you guys were giving me the impression he made it like right oh, away. Don't oh, blame oh. us, Jack. <laughs> oh, it was two years so ago. God that was two it, seasons all- ago. This I'm looking back at 2013, 14, 15. I didn't even bother looking at 17 oh, based on the conversation. These are the kind of fucking errors of fact that drive me crazy. By you go back and go back and listen to the podcast and listen to the your guys' uh, explanation. I, I said I thought, Jack. I thought. That's both of you did. You and Tim did. Both voice. of you. Tim said the same thing. That's what I went by. I use your information to do my work. Uh, so next time, waste my fucking time when I got to go your do fucking this fucking. Head, Jack, I do it brother, all the time. Usually when I do it myself. Brother, I don't have a problem, but I use you guys as whatever. As a resting spot for terrible teams. Is there a way to mute people while you're listening? Yeah, we did it with you last week. (laughs) Tim, Tim, tell Joe to stay out of this one. Anyway, I apologize once again for being incorrect and fucking the show up like I did last week. Detective Nag on the case. (laughs) You're always trying to divide. That's what you do, Jack. Divide. No, I was just just trying to point out facts. It doesn't seem to be Whatever. a big concern with everyone else here, so I just figured I'd do that. That's all. You were wrong, Jack. Yeah, well, it wrong. happens all the time, man. I guess you know. Yeah, I, it does. Yeah. yeah, let's take a break. Yeah, I'd like a break. 
made this here with all the ice on in the booth At the gate outside, when they pull up, they get me loose Yeah, jump out, boys, that's Nike boys hopping our coast. This shit way too big, when we pull up, give me the loot Was off the Remy, had up at post Had to hit my old town to duck the news Welcome back, Bakker Nation. We'll call this the championship segment. Uh, let's get right into it. Uh, so we have uh, two series going on right now. We have the championship series going on right now, as you all know, between Eldon Dusty with the Dreamers, the managers of the Dreamers, and our owners of the Dreamers. Hey, Tim. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, dude. I just, I when we took Brad, I, was, I just thought about it for a minute. And as much as I hate to admit it, Greg was right. I, I apologize that I didn't take more time. And there was no reason for me to not continue on to 2017 and check my work. All right, enough of this bullshit i don't fuck we we are not fucking apologists you know what jack that that means a lot to me oh my god and, and you know what i forgive you i appreciate that oh jesus are we in that bizarro world we talked about last week this is bullshit i feel better i'm sorry tim go ahead i just want jack to know that i care about him as a friend and as a rival i respect him and uh you know that apology means a hell of a lot to me. hell of a lot all right bring bring my Bring my puke bucket, please. Puke bucket. Well, that that's something that I'm sure Tammy hears regularly. <laughs> She's going to come running in. <laughs> I've overeaten again. It's not meal time. <laughs> I, I knew. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have had that fifth bowl of chili. Wait, I do want to give Tim some kudos, too. He landed a, a joke in the last segment. I did? Yeah, yeah. It made me laugh, yeah. I, I forget what it is already, but... <laughs> oh, no, it was the Monday's ha-ha. I, uh, I spoke to Eldon on Monday, ha-ha. I loved it. <laughs> that was a knee slapper. Yeah, it was. So we have the Dreamers against the Crispy Chickens. Right now, the Dreamers are just destroying the Crispy Chickens. In fact, my guess is right now what Scotty wants to do is hope his team doesn't score another dang point this week and just get as many points as they can for next week. Has he run out of gas? I mean, I, I don't fault him for his managing in this week's game. I, there's no glaring errors to me. To me, it simply looks like maybe his team is overmatched. Maybe they've been playing a above their heads for a little bit and and now you know reality is setting in what do you think jack i think it's a combination of uh of a couple of those things so number one um i think his team was playing over their head a little bit the especially last week that was one of his highest scores of the season right um so there's some regression that needs to exist generally um and then matchups scotty just had and i, I think i mentioned a really fucking good matchups against me and it worked out for him the nationals were a 10 11 point stack for him versus me because they you know against the Marlins and Pirates and now they're playing the Braves and he's got a three I, I think it's a combination of the two the fact is the Dreamers have what you know is a championship score Scotty's not even close so it's um it's more than one thing at this point I think Scotty couldn't beat McSeven this week so what you're saying and Jack if I could uh summarize is that he backed into the playoffs he got lucky yeah uh, on a string of <laughs> on a long string of good luck. Yes. Yep. Pretty much. 
favorable randomness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorable randomness. Well, it, but it was kind of funny. Last week, Swag was talking about how he deserves to be here. He made all the right calls. He played the matchups. I mean, he did. All of those things are correct. He it got him in with a with an un, a less than than you know the team is not as good as the other team. So how did he get in? If it wasn't his managing and his calls and watching the schedule and so and so, so he did all the other things that he had to do with a slightly lesser team. He did. He controlled what he could control to maximize his favorable randomness and capitalize on Jack's unfavorable randomness. You know, Bryce Harper had a child. Who could have predicted well, that? Was- <laughs> true. Very true. That was previous week. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, he's doing the same thing. There's just only so much you can do, you know, as far as your end. He did the same things this time. But if Washington's playing Miami versus Atlanta, that's just a different staff score. Noble effort, Scotty. If you look at the season-long breakdown between the Dreamers and the Chickens, uh, the Chickens are seven and sixteen against the the Dreamers. Oof. Jackie, we're eight and fifteen. So the Dreamers are just an amazing team. Maybe not the best of all time, but a great team. They're just a better team. They, yeah, they are not the best of all time. Let's just make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> they, no, I mean, outside of right, it was about a three week hiccup, right, and that that took them out of the best of all time discussion. So right. they're no well, longer to there. Be the best of all time, you can't have a three week. No, I'm agreeing with you, Tim. But, Tim's but, gonna hang on to that shit like the seventy-two dolphins. If you if you pull those three weeks out, then yeah, there's there's no reason to expect anything other than what we're seeing right now. Right. So with thirty-three percent of the voting districts reporting, uh, I'm calling this election and saying that the dreamers are champions. Oh God, here we go again. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's a very dreamer like thing to do. Say, okay, well, now that I know the score, now that I know one third well, no, of no. the scores, right, right. I'm I'm saying that there's no way that the dreamers lose. It's a lot. Yeah, what is the answer to that question? It, 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 like, how much do the dreamers have to be up by in order to talk shit? I mean, I understand that up until now they waited till after the game for safety purposes. I'm assuming pussies, but this one <laughs> they're up by 22. Like, come on, guys, something anything like throw a, you know a bone like well they're having a committee meeting between the two to decide what to say right? <laughs> <laughs> tim tell jack or tell joe that was a good one <laughs> <laughs> i think dusty's mother has told dusty that it's impolite to talk talk poop talk poop is as she would say uh, you know actually now that i think about it ever since dustin told tim to his <laughs> Oh, and his mother wrote the email. That was the same episode, right? So ever since then, I think somebody got their their, their mouth washed out with soap. Mm. I think someone may have gotten in trouble and now they're afraid to talk shit or, or not allowed, I guess, would be the, the correct way of explaining it. So maybe there's some uh, some restrictions going on in the Monday household. You're on to something, Jack. And I and for listeners who can't see us as we're as we're podcasting, when Jack said the phrase f your f a guy in a suit leaned into the frame where Joe is and whispered something into his ear. And Joe was very upset about it. <laughs> Maybe Dusty should swing by the gas station and pick up some of those sex pills. Mm. <laughs> oh. The only thing worse than a thing f- is a rhino thing. F- Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Monday, what do you think about that? (laughs) 
Right, right so in, Mrs. We- Monday. Should Dusty <laughs> stop by the gas station and pick up sex pills to fuck him? Or should Dusty not stop by the gas station to pick up sex pills to fuck him? You decide. Right Listeners. In. I know what the drinking game is this week. What is the email again, Tim, to, for them to send you the uh, their vote? Atlasbacht at gmail.com. There you go, listeners. So um, Atlasbacht at gmail.com. Yep. Send in your vote. So moving from the championship game to the consolation game. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. This has got to be really driving you nuts, Swag, because to look at the fact that you're basically neck and neck with the Dreamers, and, and had you won that last game against the crispy chickens and playing the dreamers it would be a virtual tie going into sunday on the, on the games uh this week i mean i but the, is that is that just chapping you a little bit the wellness of the league obviously it would have been better for the fans to have seen a, a competitive championship than this fucking beat down that's going on now so in that aspect yes obviously it would have been better for the league to have a, a tight going into sunday matchup um that said me and mike have just decided um so we've just decided that we're going to ignore the other game and um, and this this is the championship so uh, um, so I'm winning at this point I get uh, one more game and, and I'll be the uh, the champion so yeah no so we're good yeah that's interesting what what you're wearing a UCF hat I am yep mm-hmm. Are, aren't they the team that was like declaring themselves the real national champions <laughs> what like last year <laughs> was that them was it? I don't remember that. I saw. I mean, I remember the season. I don't. Um, that might have happened. Yeah. It is a. Li- it is better at three than four. But yeah, a little frustrating to see um, zero fight at all going on in the other game when when I know that. You know, at the very least, we can be competitive. Yeah. So there you have it, folks. As we're winding down the season, we've got uh, uh, basically the game that didn't happen that should be happening to bring the drama. We have two owners in the big game that won't bring any drama, and then we have a game that is the consolation game that that is being considered by the participants as the game. So if that makes any sense, that's where we're at. So that's where we're at. <laughs> Talk about Bizarro World. Uh, let's go ahead, uh, take a break here, come back and, and talk about, uh, there, look, there's a, there's a Kansas City Chiefs fan on, on this, uh, call there's a there's a, a pittsburgh steelers fan on this call there's a defending champion new england patriots fan on this call and then there's a, a fan of a team with no drama going on this season so my team doesn't have any drama this season either. well not anymore we shipped our drama this out true <laughs> exactly so let's uh let's talk a little about that because that that it yesterday was super bizarre it was just follow this story and um uh, so let's talk a little bit about uh, ABE, CTE, and maybe any other things that are going on. Yeah. Talk to you in a Welcome back, bots. We're happy to have you back. And for any of you that follow other sports beyond baseball or fantasy baseball or dynasty baseball or cricket or cornhole. (laughs) 
<laughs> right, exactly. Some of the, the better sports, right? You know, over the last several months, Antonio Brown, there's been a, a big saga. If you remember, Antonio Brown set out of a very important game uh, last year for the Steelers. And, you know, to me, just seemed almost unforgivable. Demanded release from the Steelers. They ultimately traded him to the uh, Oakland Raiders, which... I'll show you. But, you know, and then he started complaining about his helmet. And just, I, I to me, I was looking at this guy who, I mean, Greg, for, uh, for all intents and purposes, he was pretty much a solid citizen for many seasons, right? For many seasons. I mean, you know, he's a six-round draft pick out of, uh, I think, Central Michigan. Yeah. He had a good rookie season, not a great rookie season, but he was also a rookie the same year as Mike Wallace. And if you guys remember Mike Wallace, blazing speed. I thought you meant the guy from 60 Minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tell Joe that was a good one. <laughs> uh, but uh, blazing speed, you know, really made a splash, it, but then wanted big money. And they both came up for their second, uh, their non-rookie contracts at the same time. And the Steelers let Mike Wallace go and, and kind of surprised everybody by giving Antonio Brown, the six-round pick, the money. They, the Steelers chose to spend their big money on Antonio instead of Mike Wallace because Antonio was the hardest working guy on the team, a good citizen, happy to be there, you know, and, and so it was like, wow, this is a this is a, a great story of a guy who, um, you know, wasn't exactly a marquee player out of college doing the right things and it paying off for him. Yeah, and doing it the Steelers way, right? right. That there's, yeah. there's a... There's an approach that the Steelers want to have, and he he epitomized that. Right. So I started to think, oh my gosh, is this guy like is this is this CTE? Right? Is this guy mm-hmm. just gotten hit in the head too many times? What's what's going on? Um, and then obviously the, over the past weekend, where you know you hear about him getting his feet cryogenically, yeah, frostbite on his feet, frostbite. frostbite on his feet. Mm. He, he illegally records uh, uh, Gruden. Coach Gruden. Uh, in the state of California, and it just uh, you know it, it just what a crazy carnival atmosphere. Uh, we find out the Raiders just waive his guaranteed money, and then he demands a release. He gets a release. He gets this on Saturday morning, and and then we we suddenly hear that okay, he's free now. Who who is where is he going to land? Well, now I have to interject there. I'm obviously invested in his story as a Steelers fan. I w- I won't lie and say that I haven't taken uh, more than a moderate amount of delight in all of his bizarre behavior since leaving the Steelers. Um, and when he was released, and it's uh, documented on Facebook, listeners, I immediately said he will be in uniform. In the game, week two for the Patriots. You said this yesterday afternoon? No, no. I said it yesterday morning. Like, the the moment he was released, like, at, at 11 Eastern time, I was like, he's going to be suited up for the Patriots in week two. And and damn if I wasn't exactly right. I had, yeah, some other folks um, that I'm friends with, actually. The, the, the uh, guess was New England or Cincinnati. Um, and the, their thought process was that there's only three teams that would deal with that bullshit, and Oakland's one of them. So <laughs> I'd also heard that the the. Kansas City Chiefs uh, were were a team that could take him. He's not violent enough for the Chiefs. I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> Being a bitch isn't enough. You gotta, yeah, you gotta swing at someone. You know, despite despite Greg making fun of the Chiefs, uh, their their history is is they get rid of guys like that. That's why what's his face uh, Kareem Hunt is playing in Cleveland this year. Every other time they get rid of him. 
<laughs> AB did um, last year. He was sued by his, uh, this condo in in Florida because he threw. He came home from a trip and and unfortunately his eighty thousand dollars of cash and handguns that we had in his closet were missing. And so that threw him into a rage and he threw deck furniture off like the fifteenth floor of his balcony and nearly hit a child uh, who lives in the complex. Mm. And he was sued for that. So had he hit that child, the Chiefs would have been interested. <laughs> <laughs> This is while he was a member of the Steelers. Is that correct, Greg? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. That's what I thought. I just uh, I did a little reporting of my own, investigative reporting. I went and researched uh, GK's Facebook account, and at 10.28 a.m. yesterday, Eastern Time, he posted, again, crying laughter face, crying laughter face, crying laughter face. What is that emoji? What is that? Like, I'm like laughing. I, I don't know. I don't know. What laughing with tears in your eyes? Like, Yeah, uh, it's, uh, yeah it's the LOL equivalent, or, or yeah. Yeah. I, I don't look up the uh, the written description of every emoji. I use yeah, to. Joe. Yeah. Joe, can you check in, Joe? Uh, yes. Yeah. So Joe said yes. Yes. Okay. So what was the question? <laughs> Tim, tell Joe I said thanks for checking in. Yeah. So laugh out loud, laugh out loud, laugh out loud. Dash. Somehow he's going to end up in New England. Exclamation point. Yeah, I was right. And this was on top of Antonio Brown asking the Raiders to release him on Instagram. So yes, GK, good call. Now, I have heard stories come out that said that this is was somehow he wanted to play for a contender mm-hmm. that he was remember he was traded to the Raiders. He wasn't right. he didn't go right. there as a free agent. Right. Few do. Yeah, is this is this one of these things that, you know, I uh, you know, looking back, I, you know, look, I planned it all along or is this guy seriously cracked? Like I don't know. I only knew him from afar, and I got to tell you, I am super pumped that he's on the Patriots. You should be. Well, I felt pumped and a little awkward about oh my gosh like is it are you kidding me how could we possibly have this is great guilty Um, yeah how could that have happened in 15 minutes not only that, he was it was uh, four. He was able to sign at four o'clock. At four o one, he was a patriot. I've been accused of, of being a conspiracy theorist in the past. However, up until yesterday's announcement <laughs> of, of joining the Patriots, just everything that's happened over the past few weeks with him, I've just been like, "What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck?" And then he signed with the Patriots, and I said, mm-hmm. "Oh." So my my first reaction was that I could easily now see all of that behavior as I don't want to fucking be here. I want to make my own choices. I mean, he did go out of his way multiple times to point out that he is the controller of his existence and he is, you know, Antonio Brown, the person, not just a player. It really does kind of seem like the the NBA, the, the NFL version of what the NBA players do to get moved around. Seriously. And I will say, obviously, the Patriots... Uh, uh, wouldn't do anything you know wrong there's no way that they would have you know set anything up prior with him obviously if there's any team in the league that we know oh, we can trust I'm so tired of that fucking i'm just saying of all these i'm people, just saying like, oh well you know come on like the, the the one thing people point to is the freaking deflated balls which have been scientifically proven wrong that espn story was wrong i don't understand this are we a country that admires champions or are we you guys just called him first champion? like you just you just as soon as you heard it they just called him there was no conversation up until and then somehow within a few minutes he went from being a raider to being a patriot and it all happened in that so so you think that that the 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 of the of the 32 teams out there the patriots are the only ones that had an opportunity to talk to Antonio Brown or to talk to his his uh agent that 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 for some reason no 
There's no, I don't think one that phone line that goes to the Patriots. Like, I, no, no, no. That's my point. Right. Up. If if that was the case, then I would say that it was probably a legitimate situation. But no, the fact that there are 30 other lines that reach in there and somehow within minutes, he was exactly where everybody in his situation would really want to be. It just it does seem odd. That's all I'm saying. I, it, it, the whole thing has been odd. Uh, but the fact that that he signed. Well, that's true. The fact that he signed with any team that quickly seemed, you know, weird, you know, for it to be that to you. It just seems like you would think some groundwork had to be done at some point. I mean, again, maybe the whole thing happened in six minutes. I don't fucking know. It just seems like a reach. <laughs> it does. I- it does make me, uh, Greg, I do want to hear what you have to yeah. say, but I, when I did find out, I thought it was a joke because when he was doing all this stuff, I thought, oh, should we, could he like, well, we don't want him to go to Kansas city. So would that be a good thing to get him just defensively, even if he is a basket case or, but I, I was like, he seems too whacked out for me. Like, I don't know if we could, we don't want that on our team. And right. then I, when we got him, I was kind of like, oh, maybe he's a genius that just like, <laughs> I, in my own mind, I just, I automatically started to do that. Well, Belichick yeah. can kind of keep him under wraps. So. Yeah, so there's, I, I there's multiple possibilities. So, right. There's, there's the possibility that everything was legitimate and went exactly the way that it said it went. And he really didn't intend to get, you know, left and, and, and dropped. And that wasn't his intention. He wasn't act like a, you know, the second is that, that he personally chose for this to be the case and created a situation where he eventually knew he'd be able to get out of one way or the other. Then the third question is how did the fucking, he end up on the Patriots that fucking quickly. That's all. It just seems like a lot of questions. Did the Patriots go uh, buy up all those helmets that he liked so much in the last couple of weeks? Do we know? Does it, like, you can't fit in in, in Pittsburgh, and, and granted, Pittsburgh is not Oakland by any means, but it's, you know, uh, and then you can't fit in in Oakland? Who the fuck can't fit in in Oakland? And 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 then you're going to go to the Patriots, and with your, my dick's the biggest attitude, and I'm the boss of me, and nobody tells me what to do, and if there's two people in this league that have the right to tell every other fucking human being in it what to do, it's Belichick and Brady, so I, it just seems like an odd fit fit to me all the way across the book. I mean, you know, uh, Randy Moss worked for them too, and that didn't seem, mm-hmm. seem to make sense at first, but just seems like an odd fit. The, the two theories that I've seen uh, among my Pittsburgh friends and on social media are, as you guys are suggesting, that one, uh, there's a strong belief, and they, like my Pittsburgh friends were divided in, in some expressing real um sympathy for him. I don't know if you guys probably don't recall this specific hit, but it was in the playoff game against the Bengals a few years ago. Cincinnati. I've heard that. Burf, it was Vontez Burfick, like laid out AB and like he missed a game, couldn't play the next week in the in the playoffs. And my pits, I mean, and we're also, you know, the place where that concussion research got started, Mike Webster's son and blah, blah, blah. You know, I know Mike Webster's son and, you know, all, all that stuff. People say that he's never been the same since then, you know, and so that he's he's not thinking rationally. And it's hard to argue that when you see like the like the guns and the money and throwing furniture off the deck and speeding around Pittsburgh, recklessly driving and throwing a football at Big Ben and practice and you know not suiting up the hot air balloon arrivals, all that bullshit. But then the other theory is is that he's like that mobster that Tim told us about in season one or two. Uh, who was that guy's name, Tim? I forget. Vincent Giganti. V- Vincent Giganti. 
But but I think it's somewhere in the middle. I, I don't think there's some larger conspiracy with the Patriots. I think that Antonio, his ego has inflated, and um, he, he thinks genuinely that he's the best in the league at what he does, and it's he arguably is. I think there's maybe one or two guys who could uh, stake that claim alongside him. You know, I, I think that being traded to Oakland, I, I think he realized that there's not a lot of quarterbacks in the league who he can pair with. And rack up the kind of statistics that his ego demands he rack up. So I think he was just pouting and acting like a, a, a childish idiot because he was dissatisfied with the situation. He ultimately got what he wanted uh, with the release. And, and I think that the Patriots, as much as it pains me to say it, are smart opportunists. No doubt. Who, when they see somebody like that, they have a strong culture that locks guys down like that. They've they've been able to, to insert talented but troubled players in there and have those guys get some success, Moss being the best example of it. I genuinely think he'll be on his best behavior with the Patriots because they demand that of people and they're good at making that happen. Plus, he's playing for another contract now. Right. You know, so I think he'll be on his best behavior. And I think that the fact that he's getting to play with the best quarterback of all time, I, I don't think he's so far gone that he will um that he will take that lightly. Or I but I also believe it's entirely possible that he's like Terrell Owens. Yeah. You know, I think Terrell Owens is is on a very similar was on a very similar career arc as A B. I I see a lot of parallels between those guys and, and, and I, so it's possible that he goes and, to patriots and he is a pain in the ass but i don't know i hope he's a pain in the ass to you it's frankly. a violent sport man like <laughs> we just don't know what this does to people joe are you uh, did this did this news hit you in the gut or is it just like you know i was looking forward to maybe playing the patriots a couple times this year without gronkowski and thinking that might help a little bit and now you go and get a guy that does the exact same things basically he's a, he's a threat to go deep he's He's big and strong and and a good good player. I'm I'm hoping that he's the thing that cracks Tom Brady and makes him retire and, and yeah. gives the rest of us a chance for a few years. That's the, the uh, Patriots are all sitting around. They're like, uh, so uh, we lost a guy that catches the shit out of the ball and acts like a fucking retard off screen. Uh, where can we get one of those? Oh, <laughs> the Raiders have one. They don't want him. Yeah, but I will tell you that uh, th there's an interesting twist to this whole story. It comes very close to home. Now, follow me on this. So Antonio Brown was coaching with John, was being coached by John Gruden. We actually have a personality on this podcast that also has a connection to John Gruden, and that is Swag. So Swag has um, been oh I know yeah right involved in some gambling with John Gruden. I think it was a <laughs> fantasy league from a couple years ago. Nice. Right? He was wondering where I was going with this for a second, but this is in fact, this is in fact true. It's a little. Um, has interacted with John Gruden. So we have Antonio Brown on one end of the spectrum. We have Swag on the other end of the spectrum. Maybe not really on the either end of the spectrum. Maybe very close. <laughs> This goes deeper. We don't, I mean, swag is kind of mysterious in a lot of ways, I think, to Bacher Nation and to many of us. I mean, we just found out something about swag that hypothetically might have happened last week that, uh, or well, in the past that he talked about last week. <laughs> that we but, wish we didn't know. <laughs> Actually, I thought it was kind of entertaining, but I was kind it of was hilarious. But uh, Joe's lawyer just leaned in again. For <laughs>
Swag has been out there hustling for Bocker Nation, and he is now in a fantasy football league that is uh, being run by a podcast star. And Swag, I, I just would you like to share a little bit with Bocker Nation, kind of what you're doing, why you're doing it, why you're putting yourself out there, uh, and maybe give us an idea of what your fantasy team's looking like in this particular league and what you plan to do. So I've been uh, uh, listening to podcasts for for years, um, and actually the, there was a, a couple of guys in in Central Florida that you mentioned that I that I listened to religiously, and um, <clears throat> it was actually on their show that I first heard this guy. Um, he is not out of Central Florida. I think he's out of uh, Idaho, of all places, but Dan Cummings is the guy's name. On the podcast in Orlando, he actually, I got to hear him like ask them about doing a podcast and so on and so forth, and they actually helped him get started. So then I've listened to him since, and now he's, I mean, he's like a, a you know, no offense, Joe, a real podcast. Like, they have you know, hundreds of thousands of listeners. It's a, a, a big time podcast. It's called Time Suck. It's um, it's actually pretty good. He just grabs random uh, events or, or uh, uh, situations from the past and, and kind of breaks them down from hmm. the Loch Ness Monster to Jesse James to Chernobyl. So anyway, they're doing a fantasy football league. And um, so I was able to get in on one of the 12 teams uh, that's playing in the league. And, um, and obviously, I enjoy fantasy sports anyway. So no matter what, I, you know, it's a fantasy football league. It'll be fun. Um, my goal is to uh, use this opportunity to uh, subconsciously promote our show within his huge fan base and hope that we can steal a couple of folks to come over. So uh, so that's my goal is to, A, I have to uh, win uh, in the league in order to be noticed, in my opinion. And then uh, once I'm winning, then I need to uh, figure out intelligent and uh, comedic ways to, uh, to incorporate us into the conversation without looking like the asshole that I'm actually being. So, um, so that's my goal. Um, my team actually is pretty damn good, I think. Um, again, everybody's team's pretty good up until about an hour and a half from now, right? Jack, when you say that you listen religiously to his podcast, does mm. that mean that you listen to it while kneeling in the confessional? Yes, yep, absolutely. How did you know that? No, you said it religiously. <laughs> No, it is. It's a. Uh, it's a. Like I said, it's a. It's a pretty interesting podcast, anyway. But uh, again, I'm in a, a. You know the the Facebook group and and so on and so forth. So I'm just slowly, little by little, trying to you know build a a, a name within the group so that I can uh, get myself. Is the name of your box. team Atlas Bocked? That no, it is not. No, no. What is sorry. it? I'm sorry. I should have. Fly, uh, well, Eagles fly. They're all <laughs> they're all based. All the team names are based on subjects that he's covered. Um, what was so the, my what was the subject you covered. Uh, my my team. peanut butter. Jack Noble. It's called Chur Jack. <laughs> Oddly enough, there is an episode that involves peanut butter that was oh. way more disgusting than anything me and Greg talked about. But Uh-oh. my team there's, name. There's Joe's lawyer again. Breathing <laughs> in. Jesus. My team name is the Hatfield Hog Folk. Um, referring oh, back Hatfields to and the McCoys. Yes, sir. Yes. Oh, interesting. All right. Yeah. All right. So, so now, so, uh, first of all, thank you for getting out there and hustling. You'll have to give us updates. Uh, you'll yeah, have yeah. to fucking do good in this. That's the goal. Swag. Like no pressure, but you know, let's take it all the way. Not like you did in baseball, but take it uh, all the way. Uh, you fucking asshole. I am projected to have the best team preseason, but again, we all know what that can mean. <laughs> Jack, can you keep Joe apprised of the situation so that he can assess how well you're doing? I will let Tim know, and then if Tim wants to pass that information on to Joe, he's okay. welcome to do so. 
That'd be good. Thanks. This uh, I don't know what the, what the hell is going on here, but no, I'm not being <clears throat> anybody's fucking mouthpiece. We're all together. We Except all... for Dusty's. You're going to be Dusty's mouthpiece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Hey, Jack, tell Greg that was a good one. <laughs> well, oh my God. Also, what's your what's your plan? How do you how do you how do you want to start to introduce Atlas Bot? Like, or do you want to do you want to yeah. maybe just I, there's little opportunities within the group, really. Um, and it, it has okay. less to do with being in the the, the football team, um, but there are opportunities throughout, and really more so in the Facebook group, for instance. Um, somebody just posted within the group, and it's a closed group, so only the the folks that are mm-hmm. you know, members, or teams, right? No, no, uh, um, so yeah, so. The, the, I'm sorry. The fifteen hundred and twelve. The group is for all his listeners. Right within the group on Facebook, we created a a, a team, you know, a, a league. So I'm with twelve, you know, eleven other people in the league, but I'm in a group with you know thousands and thousands of people. It's a, a closed group of listeners. So obviously, right. if I can get eleven of the teams I'm playing to listen to us, that's great. But I'd yeah, rather yeah. try to get a percentage of the big pool. Yeah. So within so the group. Like there was a question, somebody asked, when's the first, what's the first episode you heard of Time Suck? So that was an opportunity for me to kind of explain, you know, that again, I heard him when he started in Orlando and kind of started building it. So I was there from the beginning, blah, blah, blah. In fact, you know, Dan inspired me to. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I listened to my first episode the same day I recorded episode uh, <laughs> Chowini's on the <laughs> Well, th- this group will appreciate our titles there is no doubt about it. like i said it it outside of the the fantasy sports aspect and obviously there's at least 11 of them uh, but outside of that this group is um they'll they'll def- definitely appreciate our, our humor if i can get them on board jack's already told me that he's committed to when fielding trade offers from the other members of the league he's going to say you know thank you terry for making that trade offer and the answer to your question will be on segment uh, three will be found yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> some, some, somewhere between minutes 34 and 44 of episode 177. Yep, yep. Yeah, my my way is a little bit less conspicuous, but that would work too. Yes. Boy, Terry, uh, Aaron Rodgers had a hell of a game. Uh, reminds me of that uh, coverage we had of that uh, fight of that softball game <laughs> <laughs> in episode sixty four. Well, gentlemen, hey, you know, swag. Thanks for putting it out there. It's not like you have tons hey. of extra time. So the fact that you're out there hustling, making it work for Atlas Bacht and for all the bots right. out yes, there, please, that want to share this secret that is uh, the. Uh, Atlas Bacht podcast. You're finally Thank approaching you. Joe's level of effort to promote the podcast. That's why I'm trying to, to emulate myself after mm-hmm. Joe and the effort that he's put Did in. Did you to say get emulate or emulate? It, which one's worse? Yeah. Setting yourself yeah. on fire is pretty bad. I'm going to go with the other one. But okay. it gets attention. <laughs> Either way, right. Exactly. If I set myself on fire with an Atlas Bach shirt on, you know, think right. about it. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I'm sure Greg made sure those were fire retardant when he ordered them. Start at the feet, of course, so that the shirt burns last, so that you get the, mm-hmm. the oh most airtime out of it. But <laughs> wow, we Damn. should. That's now that I think about it, Greg, we should do hats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scott would be leading the really crispy chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Extra crispy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! All right, guys. Well, listen. Thanks for a great morning. It's always been fun. Um, 
you know, I hope you all have a great night. Joe, I hope your lawyer has a great night, too. I was going to say, as if your conversations with his lawyer are done. Yeah. More so than ever, I'm interested (laughs) as to what parts of this actually make it through uh, Joe's scope of acceptability. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Joe's become the FCC. Yeah, uh, of Atlas Balked. Yeah, right. He did just send me a contract that insisted that we have green M&Ms available. (laughs) Hey, Tim, tell Joe that I appreciated um, his work today. I thought he did a great, (laughs) great job. I hope that we lived up to his expectations as well. But I think he did all right. Did all right. That might be the nicest thing you've ever said about our work here on the show. Might be the (laughs) last Keep it up. It might be the last thing. Have a great day, Jack and Tim. And Tim, tell Joe I said have a good day as well. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Goodbye, fellas. Later. Let's go. White hole. Yeah. White hole. Yeah. 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 And I only for a rich hole. And I only for a dead hole. White hole. Let's go. White hole. Yeah. Let's go. And I only for a dead hole. And I only for a dead hole. Black hole. Let's go. Black hole. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. She just need a nigga. Moving too slow, move to the left, to the left. Moving too slow, move to the left. Hurry up, we hopping on this jet, though. Tammy is convinced that it was this bright blue slushy that I purchased oh. at a little Seven Eleven. Uh, mm, there. They're right next to the Rhino pills. Right. Oh my God! <laughs> Don't, uh, guys, and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating at all. Don't ever order a fountain drink of any kind from a gas station or like a convenience store. Why? They never clean their ice machines. In the mold and mildew that builds up on those fucking nozzles, bacteria frap. You know, like, uh, never ordered something. If, it, if the gas station looks the least bit untidy, like, they never think to clean their ice machines or their nozzles on their fucking drinks. Oh, God, okay. I always assumed it was kind of like a vaccine, right? If you just get a little bit into your oh, system continuously, yeah, then yeah. you can... Hold the, the major. Stave off a That's not how it works. Area. That's what it says on the sign at the Circle K down the street here. No? Confusing. Pardon our bacteria. <laughs> Three, two, one. I think he's water boy now. <laughs> Where'd he go? Where'd Chris uh, I, who knows? He's not. Uh, he was good. I'm not. I don't. I don't obsess over former players like you. But the, well, no, yeah, the, um, he, he was. <laughs> Chris, I'm Chris, generally aware of where Chris, players go. Chris Hogan. <laughs> Chris Hogan. Got, fans always have something to look forward to. Well, I like Chris Hogan because he went to Penn State. I was going to say oh, he got good good. grades and never got into trouble, so they that released was, yeah, him. He went to Penn State. That, that's the only. That's the only Patriot I like. <laughs> but so i got an owl that you know had a little bit of blue in it to pay homage to to the guys you know so your owl would kick that owl's ass yeah it would yeah Yeah. (laughs) so fly by night that's right well that's kind of fits me as the ghost king Uh, that's exactly (laughs) absolutely beautiful all right well good morning gk it's good thank you it's good to see you guys three two Hey, Jack, didn't you have a whiteboard? Where'd your whiteboard go? Sure. The hur- Hurricane Dorian blew it away. Oh, that <laughs> is a whiteboard. Yeah, nothing's on it. It's I, huge. I thought that was just a wall. I didn't No, know. it's a fucking huge Jack had a shelter board. underneath it for Hurricane Dorian. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>